Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rambles Podcast, starting with the topic, Are We Addicted to Negative News? So I'm sure you guys often hear that having a negative slant on something increases the likelihood that people will click it or engage with whatever you've made. I mean, anecdotally, creators will tell you about this. I've seen many different examples of this. People comparing their own content to the exact same topic, like the top 10 best cards in Yu-Gi-Oh! that video compared to the bottom 10 worst cards and the worst video will always do better. But there have been studies on this phenomenon more than simply just the experience of people who make content. And one of them has recently come out. I learned about this on TikTok from Hank Green and the way that he phrased what the study found got me very interested. Title of the study, Negativity Drives Online News Consumption. The abstract reads, Online media is important for society in informing and shaping opinions, hence raising the question of what drives online news consumption. Here we analyze the causal effect of negative and emotional words on news consumption using a large online data set of viral news stories. Specifically, we conducted our analyses using a series of randomized controlled trials. Number 22,743. A data set comprised 105,000 different variations of news stories from Upworthy.com, that generated 5.7 million clicks across more than 370 million overall impressions. Although positive words were slightly more prevalent than negative words, we found that negative words in news headlines increased consumption rates and positive words decreased consumption rates. For a headline of average length, each additional negative word increased the click-through rate by 2.3%. Our results contribute to a better understanding of why users engage with online media. So when Hank talked about this, he was like, 2.3%, 2.3%, that is a huge click-through rate in an increase. And a study was just published that for every word expressing a negative emotion in a headline, that increased the click-through rate to that article by 2.3%. And if you're in my business, you know that is big. I'm like, yeah, that would be a huge increase. I do not believe for a second that one negative word is increasing the click-through rate by 2.3%. To put that into perspective, impressions for my YouTube videos is... roughly right now. So like one negative word, if this applied to online media as well, would increase my click-through rate by 50%. This is all correct. It's just this here can be misinterpreted. It's not talking about the raw number 2.3%, but a 2.3% increase of what it was before. Just give you an example of what the headlines were like. A positive headline would be, whoa, Supreme Court have made millions of us very, very happy versus We'll look back at this in 10 years time and be embarrassed as hell it even existed. So positive versus negative. But you can see in this graph down here. So you can see the positive words graph here, like uh, with each additional positive word, the graph goes down in terms of its click-through rate. With the negative words, it goes up. When it says 2.3%, it means 2.3% of what it already is. So if your click-through rate is 1.1 and you add five negative words, it will go up by roughly 10% and then be 1.21, which is a significant increase. Your your click-through rate isn't moving from 1% to 11%, right? Which is what you could interpret those words to mean. (laughs) It's like when people say, deaths by this drug have gone up 100%, and it's gone from one to two. The way that statistics are phrased can, can make it seem more significant than it actually is. Like, I know that if I put a negative word in some of my titles on my videos, that they will get clicks more, but I generally only do it when it actually makes sense. What this brought to mind was I was talking to another creator about Sunny V2, and once upon a time, he criticized another creator for always just being super negative with all his titles and the focuses of his videos. And if you look at 
Sonny V2 now, some years later, he does the exact same fucking thing. Where all his videos are multiple negative words in the title, always with some negative slants, always topics of a negative nature. And this is why, right? If your goal is to maximize impressions, click-through rate, views, revenue, you've only got a finite amount of time. So if your goal is to maximize those things and don't really consider much else, you're always going to go for the negative stuff. Because that will, even scientifically, bring you forth the greatest reward. Being reminded of this again, I do wonder if I'm going to start putting more negative words in my titles. But like, as you can see, even in this study, like one negative word increasing the click-through rate from 1.1 to, what, what would it even be? 1.12? It's just a tiny fraction, but over a large enough amount of impressions, that really adds up for views. Mr. Beast is the most popular YouTuber and literally never dropped a negative video. I'd be surprised if that's never the case, but I mean, yeah, he doesn't do that many negative stuff in there. As I say, like, just because something can increase your level of success doesn't mean it's necessary for you to succeed. It is the case with all creators that we're each constantly doing things that coincidentally are leading us to be more successful that we're completely unaware of. And we're constantly doing things that are harming our ability to succeed that we're also completely unaware of. You don't need to be perfectly optimal to succeed. You just need to be doing more things that positively lead you in that direction than you're doing things that pull you away from it. It's why this people who run successful businesses can do incredibly stupid things, things entirely detrimental to that goal. You believe incorrectly they're, that they're going to succeed because of them and still succeed. Just the nature of reality, right? And of course, due to all success being somewhat predicated on factors outside of our control, you can make all the right decisions, do all the best things all the time and still fail because that is the nature of life. We do not absolutely control every variable that leads to or detracts from our success. KSI receives backlash for use of racial slur in his video. You may have seen in the news that KSI was recently in a little bit of hot water because apparently in some context he used a racial slur. I don't know the exact specifics because I don't really care. I don't really care about KSI. I heard this and didn't know what slur he said. All I know saw was like a tweet saying that KSI made a very cringe apology like someone had a gun to the back of his head and he was reading from a piece of paper. I am very sorry about the things that I have done. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to offer my deepest and most sincere apologies for my words and actions. But I was on TikTok and I saw a dude say what the slur was. Hacky. That's the word KSI used on the sidemen. Uh, hello, my friend. Relax yourself. <laughs> what the heck? Hearing this, it reminds me that there's a character in GTA called Patrick McCreary, who I think is an Irishman, right? But his name shortened in the game and how I refer to him is Packy. But it's P-A-C-K-I-E rather than P-A-K-I. They're spelled differently. They just said the same. And so I think it highlights that the context in which this is used really matters. But there's a funny story as to how I learned that that word is a slur in some contexts. This is me on Twitter. One of my high school classmates was from Pakistan. He introduced himself by that term, first day. His real name was Adil. Everyone thought it was a nickname, short for where he came from, so called him that. Learned it was a slur like four years later. Like four years of high school, he was called that. 
No one better than I. I vaguely recall asking him about it when I found out, and I think he said he wanted to own it, like he couldn't be insulted by what was his choice of label. Didn't really get it. Don't think the term is common here in Australia. Apparently, it's a really big thing in the UK, though. That apparently in the 60s, 70s, 80s, something like that, there was a lot of hatred towards people from that particular area of the world, and uh, that was a way of, of insulting them, a, a slur towards them. I'm pretty sure after that, he said, yeah, you can keep calling me it if you want. I was like, no, I don't think I'm going to do that now. I don't think that is very good. Thinking about it, he may have actually been from the UK. Like, when I hear him now, I think he had, did have a bit of a British accent. Maybe his family was from Pakistan and maybe he grew up in the UK or something and maybe people just called him that word and then he just took it as his own thing, as his label, as a way to, to overcome it or something. I don't know. And to be clear, this is not meant to be a defense of KSI. I know about the culture in the UK. Of course, Australia and the UK are very similar, but I've never been to the United Kingdom. Uh, clearly, KSI would have known of this word in terms of its uh, connotations in that region in, in the hateful way used towards others. I don't know the exact context in which he used it. I've often said there is a difference between like saying the word and calling someone the word. It really depends on the context a lot for me. Some words more or less justifiable. Like again, if I'm calling Patrick McCreary, Packy, that's his name, that is perfectly fine. But if I call someone that word, as a way to disenfranchise them, uh, to, to spread hate towards them or something. That's a completely different thing, right? Is YouTube the best social media? I have said this before, but I had never polled people about it, so I wanted to see if people agreed. YouTube is the best social media. Agree or disagree? Only 68% agreed. It was actually 69% before, kind of ruined, but the most common response was, YouTube isn't a social media, which is insane to me. Probably my most viewed website, but isn't social media. What the hell? I wouldn't consider YouTube a social media. What do people think social media is? It is totally a social media. You use media and sharing of information and stuff in a social way. I'm not sure what the, the definition of social media is, but if YouTube doesn't meet it, then what does? You are constantly in communication with people in a social way using media. If you're watching Rambles, write in the comments whether you agree or disagree with that poll. YouTube finally adds long requested feature to tablet devices. It's finally happening, guys. After so very long of me complaining about this, YouTube is finally fixing it. It's crazy how few views these Creator Insider things get, but uh, it has been announced. Next, today creators can create posts on tablets, but they are not viewable on tablets. That's we're weird. excited to announce that we're experimenting with making posts viewable on Android tablets. Yeah. We have plans to bring posts to iPads in the coming months. Coming months? We know this has been a top feature request for years. many creators and viewers. And For literal years. And this to more users soon. Legit. I'll be in bed and I'll be like, oh, I, I want to check out my uh, my community post that I just posted like an hour ago. And I'll go to the tab and it'll be like, oh, you can't see community posts on iPad. This feature will be coming soon. And it's said that for years. And I'm, I am I complain on, tw on Twitter all the time. Like, why is have community posts taken so long to come to iPads and tablets in general? I still don't understand. I, I still don't understand, but apparently they're now fixing it. So that's great. Like previously, what I would have to do is I'll be on my iPad and I'll have to like scramble and find my phone just to look. So dumb. The frustrating nature of roguelike games. Tried to play this game once. I enjoyed it, but I cannot get into roguelikes and such. I just don't find it enjoying. I do 
like watching others though. It takes a certain type of person who is willing to lose everything and start again. Some people just do not enjoy that kind of mechanic. I have trouble doing multiple attempts of such games. Like you see me with Binding of Isaac, I enjoy myself, but when I die, it's like, yeah, I, I don't want to start from zero again, you know? For me, it's less the idea starting from scratch. Roguelikes are just more difficult and punishing. Like they have stakes. So like Dark Souls is a hard game, but if you die in Dark Souls, what do you lose? A bit of time. In Noita, it is legitimately soul crushing to have spent seven hours on a run and then die to uh, polymorphine. When I die with Binding of Isaac, I'm like, no! Am I prioritizing quantity over quality? So I've now released a handful of these like meme origin videos where it's like, hey, here's where Mayweather Fleet's here, bro, came from. And they don't really do very well. Like, I've never seen a retention graph go down like this before. Normally what happens is it like drops a bit and kind of levels off and slowly goes down. But these ones just, with every additional minute, it loses like 10%. And by the end, even though it's a short video, there's only 22% of people watching. Like, all of them do this. This one's even worse, where it's like halfway through and 34% are down there. The algorithm doesn't like recommending these videos for that reason. And so I think I might stop making them. Not just because the algorithm doesn't like them, not because you guys don't like clicking them and watching them, but because I want to go back to focusing on more important things. I want to stop doing this bullshit where I'm trying to get a video out every day, filling my channel with these okay or maybe even subpar videos just to get that next video out each day. I want to go back to every video being significant, actually mattering. This compilation stuff, I find it interesting. I like it. I find it funny. But let's be real, it's not the kind of stuff that brings people to the channel. It's not the kind of stuff that most of you want to see. Same thing about rambles. If I stopped bullshitting around with this stuff, then Pacifist would have been finished 800 years ago. Yesterday, I spent like six or seven hours helping Rog catch up with the rambles footage. I should have spent that time working on Pacifist. Quality over quantity for sure. I've always gone with both quality and quantity, where I like having the occasional really high quality video and a lot of decent videos to fill in each day. But I think I've worked so hard to dedicate myself to reaching that result that is actually hampering my ability to do things of quality. Isn't Pacifist done? No. The assassination episode already came out. The oldest and the highest episode is the one that I'm working on now. And that will finally end all the footage from 2020. And then there's Pacifist 2.0, which I envisioned originally as a few videos. But in reality, so little improvement can be made that I think I can cover it all in like one video. In fact, though, an improvement that I have to make is so tedious and annoying to do that I've put off doing it. <laughs> like I know conceptually it can be done, but it's really, really difficult and would probably require me to leave on my PC for like an entire day. So <laughs> I haven't got around to doing it yet, but uh, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. People still watch my 10-hour GTA 5 speedrun video. Currently watching your speedrun 4 hours into 10-hour video? People love that video, man. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I... The, the run is obsolete now, but it's such a good, entertaining video. Apparently people like the commentary and, uh, and stuff that happens, not to spoil it, is, uh, iconic at this point. It's one of my most viewed videos. It's reminiscent of a chill era of, uh, speedrunning, when I was in my peak. Like, it's a, it's a time capsule of a very interesting time in my life. The Blind Saga is officially not over. 
So bad news guys, the blinds drama isn't over. My blinds currently have two problems. So this is what my blinds look like at like 8am. It's a little bit enhanced by the camera. So imagine this is the inside of the channel where the blind goes in. So it slots down into here, like this. Originally, with the first set of channels I had, this was wedged up against here. But because there was this extra space, it would like bounce back and forward between it sometimes if there was any air currents. And due to the way that the channels were installed, they were installed lopsided diagonally and stuff and, and they weren't installed very well, looked very shit. And so I wanted to get them replaced. So they replaced them with a new set of channels that have like these little pads on the side, these little teeth things. And so the blinds no longer like moves around and they were installed a lot clean, like they look a lot nicer. But you can see now at the bottom here from outside, light just seeps in through here and comes down the bottom, which is what this is. There's now a small gap at the bottom and it just radiates light downwards. So the previous ones, even while having more space, still were against the wall more. And so there was no light to come out here. So these new ones look better, were installed better, don't move around as much, have less space to move, but functionally are worse than the old ones. <laughs> worse than this one, I didn't take a picture. One of the blinds got quartz in the apparatus. Like it didn't go down and so it got stuck. And so at the top like bunched up on itself and like clamped on itself. And so on one of the blinds now, there is like a huge imprint going across here. And due to the nature of how the blinds are made, it's just a permanent imprint now. So it was installed incorrectly, basically. So I now have the hope they won't just stop answering my emails and we'll replace this, that blind that has been damaged by the poor installation. I don't think I have it in me to get the old channels back because I don't trust them to install them. Basically, I've just got to decide whether I want blinds that are a lot less effective at what they're meant to do, but look a lot better. Or do I want blinds that are better at what they do, but look a lot worse? <laughs> Is it matter of vampire? All I want in this world is a room where I can convince myself it's nighttime, even when it's daytime. That's it. I don't want fancy cars. I don't want mansions. I don't want pools. I want to fly in a private jet. I don't want a room covered in gold. I just want a room where it can be nighttime during the daytime. That's it. Build a basement? I should have done that. And slept in a basement. Can you just do it yourself? Some fabric back there to block that or something? Unfortunately, light also comes from the channels themselves through here. Not as much as down here, but through here as well. And so, especially when your eyes adjust to the darkness, you can just see the light blaring out the sides. As I say, these channels are far less effective than the old ones, even while looking way better and not moving around as much. It sucks! I need the darkness to support my special sleep pattern. Exactly it. Cause I was going to bed at 8 a.m. yesterday. And I was like, I can tell it's daytime. It sucks. Nothing I can do about that. Matt, you are the unluckiest person ever. I got lucky in like two major ways and unlucky in literally everything else. <laughs> I'm now announcing when I'm live on Twitch via YouTube community post. When I go live now, or at least sometimes, I don't want to spam it too much. I'm doing a post on my community post to say that I'm live and what I'm doing. And I'm using this image that I had 7 Fennec 7 make for me. Great artists if you want to commission them for something. That's me, of course, in the middle, surrounded by my little doge emotes. I believed that anything with a link in it is somewhat suppressed. Not necessarily shadow banned, but it doesn't reach as many people. 
So rather than having a link in the community post itself, I decided to put it in the image. But it is certainly possible that YouTube is able to detect that there is a link in this image and will also suppress this post. Like it only has 650 likes, which isn't a lot compared to like other posts that I've done, like even this one announcing it. But I suppose this one announcing it got like 3,000 likes. It's more than likely that people just uh, didn't like this post. Assuming because they then went to Twitch to go come to my stream. Stop telling me to go to sleep. You know how I talked about how uh, I can tell my true fans, kind of, like true fans, I mean people who know me more than just like my name because they call me Matto sometimes. People who've been out for a long time know I fucking hate being told to go to sleep. Hate it. So if someone tells me go to sleep, I either know that they're newer to the stream, either that or they're just trying to piss me off. But I, I guess I don't mention as much as I used to. I have a, a sleep disorder, right? I have trouble sleeping and if I'm awake, I, I have to be, like I have no choice. I'm usually moving my sleeping pattern. There's no advantage ever in telling me to go to sleep. So we ended here. Thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel. I wish you all the best.